Welcome to Soap Talk with Sarah, a forum to chat about daytime's number one soap opera, The Young and the Restless. I am your host, Sarah Warsey, a loyal fan of the show since the early 90s. Join me in my weekly banter about the latest storylines, news, gossip, and so much more as The Young and the Restless celebrates 50 years on the air. Let's go. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Soap Talk with Sarah. Thank you so much for joining. So before I get into my commentary for this week, I just want to mention that my commentary is based on the shows that aired from July 31st to August 4th. I typically binge watch the entire week's worth of episode on the weekends, so I've not yet watched any new shows this past week yet. Okay, so let's get right into it. Well, the drama continues to unfold with the latest development in the never-ending Phyllis and Diane storyline. Adam used his insider access to dig up some new dirt on Tucker from his past dealings at McCall Unlimited, where he allegedly covered up the rape of several young women by an artist that was signed to his label at the time. Yikes. His PR department knew of this information, but proactively covered it up, and it was only after the artist ended his tour that the info was leaked and the artist was subsequently arrested. And of course, his former sidekick, Audra, was also involved in this by helping to cover up this information at the time. However, Her misstep allowed this information to slip through the cracks via a couple of incriminating emails that were overlooked in a junk folder and were somehow eventually found by Adam. Anyways, this leverage that Phyllis now has on Tucker obviously wasn't very well received by him, and he immediately confronted Adam and Audra about the information. Now, As tired as this entire storyline has become, I do hope that Phyllis gets some satisfaction in getting quote-unquote revenge on Tucker for blackmailing her. Also, side note, Phyllis has yet to confront Audra about her fling with Kyle, right? If I recall correctly, I don't think she even knows yet. Please correct me if I'm wrong in the comments. I can't remember if Summer actually told her mom that Kyle had been cheating on her with Audra. Also, Christine tried to make a deal with Phyllis this week by having her plead guilty to the charges in exchange for Summer not being prosecuted. Now, I'm a fan of Christine, but I'm with Heather on this one. Is this not prosecutorial misconduct, some form of unethical coercion? I know Daniel was prodding Phyllis to take the deal as a sign of her quote-unquote, finally coming to terms with her mistakes and owning up to her wrongdoings. But at the end of the day, she did act in self-defense when she killed Jeremy Stark, so is it really fair to have her plead guilty and risk a more severe punishment? Even Summer wasn't impressed enough by the deal, even though it would inadvertently protect her freedom, and she was actually persuading her mom, in fact, to not take the plea. Now, when it comes to severe punishment, I have to giggle just a little bit because we know there is hardly such a thing in soap opera land. No one ever really pays for their crimes. 
except for maybe Cameron Kirsten, because if you think about it, it seems like he actually did his 20-year stint in prison in real time, because the last time we'd seen him was back in 2004, and he made an appearance on the show in 2023. So there was a little bit of reality there for a change. Anyways, on to Nate and Nikki. I really liked the way Nikki railed into Nate this week. She really level set him and made it clear that she wasn't buying into his so-called act. Kudos to Nate, however, and Victoria for that matter, for actually being honest and transparent about their intentions with each other, though. I mean, with Nate's track record, at least he was honest about not actually being in love with Victoria, and she basically said the same thing. Right now, it's just really all about the hot sex. <laughs> Anyways, also, what was up with that Rose and Jack moment with Lily and Diane? Sorry, Lily and Daniel this week when Daniel was painting her. I thought that was a little strange. But you know, it was funny. Daniel weirdly resembled Leo, especially with the way the camera angle was mirroring Jack as he was drawing Rose during that famous scene in Titanic. Really, really interesting. Also, it was nice to see Adam's new pad, which honestly looks like Billy and Lily's old apartment redone. Again, no surprise there. That's what they typically tend to do with the sets anyway. On to Sharon and Chance. I think they make a good pairing. Of course, nothing endgame at all about them. We know that's always going to be Schick, and this is something that even Adam reminded Sharon of this week when they were discussing slash arguing about the whole Kirsten Adestis merger and Adam's involvement in it. However, it seems as though the writers are also teasing a potential pairing with him in Summer. Judging by the way he's been caught looking at her in some scenes, I really hope they don't pursue that because how incredibly awkward would it be for Sharon to be competing for a guy against Summer, who happens to be Phyllis's daughter? Uh, that would not work at all. Last but certainly not least, we have even more baby news to report on. This is the third pregnancy in just a few short months. Real life pregnancy, I might add. So it seems to be a running theme. But a huge congratulations goes out to Cameron Grimes. We know Cameron plays Mariah Copeland on the show, of course. She announced her pregnancy with her fiance, Brock Powell, on Instagram this past week, and she later revealed that she is having a baby boy. So a major congratulations to Cameron and Brock. All right, well, that's going to be it for this week. But before we go, it's time for this week's Gossip of the Week. Okay, so this week's Gossip of the Week has to do with Devon and Abby and possibly Dominic. So I have made some comments recently about how Yon Worthy, the whole storyline with Devon and Abby is at the moment. Again, love the actors, just not a fan of the writing around their characters lately. There's just really nothing going on, really. However, that might all change if Ben Rayburn, better known as Stitch, returns to the show. Yes, according to Celebrity Dirty Laundry, Stitch might be making a comeback to stir things up in Genoa City with Abby. I wouldn't be surprised since the show has been focused on having past characters make shocking comebacks. 
Now, if you need a refresher, Stitch was the one that kidnapped Mariah and held her hostage when she was pregnant with Dominic a couple years back. Stitch was very broken up over his failed relationship with Abby after her miscarriage and basically felt the need to create a crisis for her to, you know, in a delusional attempt rather to win her back. And clearly it didn't work out that way. Stitch's son, Max, from a previous marriage caused Abby to miscarry her baby with Stitch a few years prior when he removed the tripwire on a staircase, which caused her to fall. Now, Max was eventually found to have a brain tumor and was committed to a psychiatric facility. When we last saw Ben on the show, he had taken Max away from the facility and was pretty much on the run. And that effectively was the end of the story at the time. So it might be interesting to have Stitch return to ruffle up the lovely feathers in the world of Abby and Devon. As we know, things are never supposed to remain calm and undisturbed for too long in soap opera land. What are your thoughts on the potential return of Stitch, played by Sean Kerrigan? Maybe Max's health has declined further or worse. He did have surgery to have the tumor removed. However, it was noted that he began having seizures and he generally wasn't doing well at the time. So maybe his health, unfortunately, has gotten worse. Um, and maybe this has caused a more unhinged version of Stitch to manifest. Maybe he'll come back to kidnap Abby. Maybe he'll try to kidnap Dominic. Who knows? Um, Stitch also slept with Victoria when she was still married to Billy, even for a few years prior to him getting with Abby. So if he did return, there would be that inadvertent connection as well. So I would love to hear your thoughts on that. And that's my gossip of the week. And that is also a wrap for this week's episode. Thank you as always for tuning in. Please continue the conversation with me on Twitter at SarahWire20. And I appreciate your support so much. And until next time, take care. Thank you for listening to Soap Talk with Sarah. Join me on Twitter between episodes at SarahYR20. And if you like what you're listening to, hit that follow button wherever you're listening to this podcast. It's available on Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Thank you so much for the love. Until next time, take care.